Hey guys, it's Jay Cook. We are recording some late night astrological ponderings, wanderings, and whatever else comes to mind. Figure I'll do some nightly podcasts like this, short and sweet, but just whatever's on my mind. Right now I'm thinking about heredity, environment, and character in relation to astrology. Um, basic and simple breakdown of these three main components here and their role within astrology is you got heredity, which supplies the vessel. So the body, the physical body, right? Genetically. Everything that you sort of inherit from your parents. Then you have your environment, which is where you're born into. So, you know, you're kind of born where you sort of need to be. There's like needs and requirements of the soul, which has a lot to do with character, which we'll get to next. And, you know, the character the soul sort of harmonizes with the environment. The environment creates, you know, the needs of the soul. So you got the environment, which has a lot to do with, as Alan Leo puts it, paying off debts that uh, the soul has incurred. And by developing traits of character for the lack of which the continued evolution of the soul at the point then reached would be delayed. So the environment helps us to evolve the soul. And character basically says whether or not we're going to be able to do it. So we bring in certain assets, which are our character, which colors our basic physical vessel, with whatever we got going on. So, yeah, character gives us the uniqueness that is us as opposed to just being exactly like our dad or exactly like everybody else in our family. Character is that special thing that we bring with us even if we look like those people or carry their DNA or share it at least. We have our own unique expression, and then it kind of depends how we access these things, whether or not we're going to be able to overcome our environment or whether our environment will mold us. And so we don't want to be molded by our environment. We want to become, we want to transcend it in, in a way and sort of begin to mold the environment itself. Of course, that doesn't happen right away, and especially if we don't have knowledge, we don't know how to do this. Now, in Leo, he pretty much breaks down souls and people living right now into three different categories, really new souls who don't really have a skill set basically and then you have the middle range which most people fall into which is 
some people have a skill set, you know, they're really good at certain things and they can exercise their will and get great results in certain areas. And then they're also weak in a lot of other areas. He also discusses how fate pretty much affects that group the most. And then there's the third group, which is like the masters, basically. More evolved souls who are capable of using their will to and using knowledge to overcome their environment and their, you know, any issues that they had early on from a hereditary standpoint, from a genetic and physical standpoint. And then they begin to work with the potentialities in the birth chart, really, I guess, to become greater, you know, to to evolve the soul to its full potential. Potential that is so large and infinite that we're not capable of fully manifesting our potential probably ever. But it's yet something we should still strive for. I mean, it could be argued that people come close to manifesting their potential and you know, come close to perfection. But I think partly coming close to perfection when just on this physical plane, probably not going to be easy. It's really strange to think about, but if you start to interpret the birth chart in differently depending on the type of soul that you're sitting in front of. So you can't interpret a horoscope the same for a brand new soul, as Alan Leo might put it, or let's just say a soul that's less evolved, the same way that you would interpret it for somebody who's capable of making, you know, the kinds of changes necessary to create and develop the potential to its fullest fullest degree, its highest degree. So, something I've been thinking about a lot, not just astrologically, but using astrology in the thought processes and in, in, in the formation of, of a methodology that allows will allow me to reach a goal that I've been thinking about, and that is to create a functional, the most optimal person, the most optimal individual, let's say, because each person, you know, optimal setting or rather each person's optimal level will be different than another person's optimal state. Let's call it a state. I don't think level is the right word. So each person's optimal state of being, and op- by optimal I mean functioning across many layers, many dimensions. So if we want this to be optimal then my goal is to create a body, bodies that are optimal.
And astrologically, we have planets that correspond with different planes of existence. In these different planes of existence, there are seven. Each one a different level of existence. So you have Saturn, which represents the physical body, and the moon, the etheric double. Saturn rules the mineral kingdom, the moon, the vegetable kingdom. Then you have Mars, which represents the astral body, Mercury, the mental body, Jupiter, the aura, or the, the highest spiritual self, the buddhic body. And so you have these five different bodies. And that's not including the sun, you know, the life force that is inside of you, flows through you. And then you have Venus, which is creative intelligence, the divine fragment of yourself. And then, you know, to, to develop optimal functionality across all planes simultaneously would, in my mind, be the most ultimate goal as an astrologer, as a being. And so when I sit down with a client, like, that would be my goal is to help them as an individual find their highest expression and most optimum, optimal state of being by working with a birth chart or a natal chart and a progress chart. You know, seeing the state, their chart as it's progressed, the directions of the chart and also seeing the natal chart, the map of the heavens at the time of their birth, their spiritual DNA gives us an idea of what level they're functioning at based on which category they fit into. You know, earlier spiritual, like, uh, you know, let's say the most base level of spiritual, just brand new, unevolved, no no real strengths yet, just a lot of weaknesses and basically a faded existence, and then up to the more highest spiritual levels where they function, you know, to a level of mastery, and they function optimally across all planes of existence. I think as an astrologer, you're always learning more, so you just are limited. You're always going to be somewhat limited in your knowledge because even if you read everything and knew everything, there would be still some limitations. But, you know, outside of that, what we can know and what I do know and what we can speak to is amazing. The information that we have access to the many layers of interpretation can offer a client and that we can use for ourselves to become the best versions of ourselves. So 
you know, developing the most optimal body across all the kingdoms and all the different levels is really the goal. And that's the goal for myself, and I think it's the goal for clients so that psychically they function well, that their sensory perceptions extend beyond just the five physical senses that we use to organize our immediate environment. You know, where you have an a body, you have an etheric double, you have an astral body. And with that comes different senses. And there's a certain sensitivity to different levels of existence. And there are subtler bodies which are a part of us and we are a part of that we need to be aware of that we need to utilize and that I will continue to learn about so that I can help my clients to create the most optimal functionality across all levels of existence, both consciously and unconsciously, so that we can transform instincts using creative intelligence Venus, the divine fragment, you know, using our imaginations allows us to create base animal instincts and transform those or, you know, some sort of alchemical transmutation of those instincts into something more personal and unique. We become creators and our creations are very in individual, very unique, very one of a kind. So I was definitely thinking about a lot of that today. A little bit about Venus, but just want to keep this short. And as I get the hang of this podcast stuff, I will... Um, get a little bit more confident on here and unleash a little bit more of my thought process and get used to recording what's on my mind more on a daily basis so that people have an understanding of how I operate and some of the things that I might be thinking about, even if it's just a tiny, tiny snippet of you know, the millions of thoughts I've had today and a tiny bit of the information I've been exposed to, you know, at least to give some insight to people who are listening, people who will listen and allows their mind to start the gears turning and maybe they can get in on a conversation with me and maybe they have some insights to offer and Maybe they want, you know, maybe they'll have questions that I can answer and that will help grow me as an astrologer because good questions are always helpful. So, yeah, I'll continue to make these and 
we'll see what's on my mind tomorrow. You guys have a good night. I'm Jay Cook. Talk to you tomorrow.